0: Hello and welcome to Comic Book Herald's Creators. Annotators. I'm Dave Busing, founder and editor-in-chief of ComicBookHerald.com. You're listening today to an interview that I am very excited to do here with Warwick Johnson Cadwell. We're going to be talking about what is now a, a trilogy of sorts, although it certainly doesn't appear to be done. This is uh, the, the sequence of Mr. Higgins Comes Home, Our Encounters with Evil, The Adventures of Professor J.T. Meinhart and his Assistant Mr. Knox, and the new graphic novel that is out now from Dark Horse, Falcon Spear. These are characters created by Mike Mignola, of course, of Hellboy fame, and Warwick Johnson Cadwell. Uh, We got letters here in Falcon Spear by Clem Robbins. Uh, Warwick, thanks so much for joining. How are you doing tonight?
1: Yeah, doing great. Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm excited to do this because I. So I've been a a longtime fan of Hellboy, but I haven't read. I haven't caught up with some of the Manoliver stuff. So for me, this was an opportunity to, frankly, check out your work that you've been doing over there. Um, you know, like in in full, because I had seen some of these books come out, but I had never. Uh, dove in before. Yeah. I loved them. I was so into these books. They're really, really fun. So like for those listeners who don't know, uh, Mr. Higgins comes home, kicks this off. And basically it's, you know, it's it's a group of vampire hunters in the Victorian age. You know, I've, I've read in interviews that you've done in the past and just from the tone here that they're indebted to those universal hammer films, you know, kind of monster movie type thing, right? With Dracula and those, which I've now watched a handful and prep for this for the first time. So that was a fun rabbit hole to go down as sure. well. Um, but yeah, I, I had a blast going through what's now you know a trilogy in this world. What's your your favorite part of the Professor Mindheart universe? Like, what excites you the most about working on these comics?
1: Oh, uh, it, 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 every day is different. I mean, first first and foremost is working with Mike Minola. You know, that that first book, you know, it's like some crazy dream come true. So so yeah. there's that. You know, these covers, each one's got a, a Mike Minola cover, Dave Stewart colors um working with the guys at dark horses is, is amazing so so there's that but then there's the the stories you know or being able to muck around is this sort of universe as to say it's we talked about it before and, and you mentioned but i mean these are the place we sort of are working from this kind of uh the well we're sort of drawing from is this kind of the universal monsters this sort of that sort of horror genre stuff but the older so universal monsters and, and those crowd and then hammer as well um which is something i was sort of more familiar with as a youngster and, and particularly the sort of uh, the memories of those films rather than you know scrutinizing and and, and and being too spot on about the various bits of all the films but you know the memories of these things the sort of the crazy ideas that they kind of show sure and uh, you know in those days they've various you know costs to make them so you know a stagecoach in a hammer film might not be in the least bit related to what ought to be there you know there's that looseness you know someone might be wearing you know some sort of snappy 70s corduroy jacket rather than sort of victorian this and that so it's just that that whole sort of uh that sort of vibe I, i guess and 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 that's something uh Mike Manola has an interest in as well so so we're coming from different places but with sort of you know our our experiences getting us there are the same so yeah just, yeah you know no, that makes sense playing with these guys these characters
0: what's your what's your favorite Hammer film or like do you have a a go-to that's like you know the one that you draw the most inspiration from
1: uh they well it changes quite regularly I mean there's there's there's, there's you know there's piles of them as you dig in i think the one that was most sort of repeated on uk telly would have been the, the dracula you know the original sure uh which is sort of i mean they're all you know dracula frankenstein they're kind of fairly loosely based around the actual original sort of stories but um but yeah and um so yeah the, the horror of dracula probably because it's the one that's most regularly on and then uh, I mean, as i say a lot of the inspiration is the memory of them, and so these things do all sort of blur into, you know, instances and characters from each film. You sort of have to really just have a scratch, uh, scratch your head to work out, remember which ones which, because there's so many uh, sort of characters and so many films are there as well. But, uh, yeah, Blood of dracula's another good
0: one. I mean, they, they, you know, they've all got great bits to them. So. Sure, sure. Do you do you remember them feeling somewhat funny or somewhat playful? when you were younger into them um or is that something you bring to it now just through the sensibilities of looking back
1: uh that's something
0: that i bring that
1: yeah looking back at the time they were kind of uh freaky you know they were exciting mm-hmm. because i sh- probably shouldn't have been watching them at all whatever <laughs> it was when i was watching them they were yeah. they were creepy in that grim way you know the the blood looks like sort of cross between soup and grease and, you know, nothing looked real. And there was that, that unreality was kind of freaky. So yeah, it wasn't creepy atmosphere as much as just sort of weird makeup and goggle eyes and weird stuff. So that was, that was where the creepiness was, but sort of watching these over, um, you know, there's characters in there. There's this one guy and I never remember the actor's name, but he pops up in a few, just as this old drunken, he's a drunk priest or he's a drunk undertaker or he's a drunk this, you know and he's just yeah a yeah good comedy character sort of pops in and so you know there's lots of that in there um and I probably didn't notice I don't know I don't you know at the time I, I don't know quite what my assessment was it was normally waiting to see something gruesome so I kind of ignore a lot of the chatty bits waiting for something yeah. horrible to happen I was watching it when I was like 10 years old
0: or whatever sure sure no that makes sense that's funny uh so you know this is the third graphic novel in the series and in this world you created with with mike mignola and mr higgins comes home um obviously mignola has a pretty large shadow you know kind of as you alluded to like he's he's got a reputation in comics you know it's a it's a real presence um what's it been like you know working with mignola and then as you've progressed now onto falcon sphere kind of what is that what is that relationship and kind of how does that um you know impact your work
1: well he uh, he wrote mr higgins comes home we 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 met at a um a sketch panel at thought bubble a uk comic show the big uk comic show and and we yeah. got a thought uh, a sketch panel there and he just I, I, there was four of us on their drawing while being interviewed about various bits and pieces as soon as the panel was finished you know i'd scampered around to his table and gave him some of my books and and he looked at a quick look at some of the stuff that was there and said we should work on something which i just thought was you know that was it It, it, nothing needed to happen after that i was completely uh made up it was the most exciting thing ever but it did it 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 came around and it worked out and, and and there was this book so he sent he sort of suggested a story and then the story became a script and sort of working with that was amazing but then after that and there was no plans for any more. Um, you know, immediately there'd been sort of discussions about possible next stages. So I asked, uh, them if I could take the two characters, uh, from Mr. Higgins and, um, and try and do something with those guys. And so, and that's what it was. So I, I, I wrote the second and the third and, um, and it's, you know, it's, it's been really exciting, obviously to do it and to have that contact. Um, and actually, because it's not Hellboy universe, we're not. There's not a worry of it causing problems. You know, I'm not going to bring yeah. in a character or use a character that's got a plan with something else, or or or, or refer to an older character that I haven't checked up on. You know, this is all original stuff. So yeah, I, I've sort of been left left with my to, by myself. And so, you know, as this stuff goes back to them to uh, to the editors to Katie and Jenny and to, to Mike you know they've just always been encouraging always encouraging yeah. and and minimal sort of uh criticism about it so it's it's a real freedom but it's so exciting because you know of, of, of who it is but you know Mike's on the cover of the book and uh and then there's me and it just feels completely right because he is you know it's so much uh influence on my work and so much uh oh, i'm trying what's the word uh me following his stuff since i've been a nipper uh, you know mm-hmm. uh the enthusiasm that it made me bring to doing art and my own art or trying stuff not yeah. being him as such but just that inspiration is the word i was thinking of that he's brought um you know it's easily enough to to, for all these books so
0: so. awesome awesome no that's cool it comes through I so our encounters with evil the the first one you did where you're writing and drawing yourself um that was a series of short stories looking at you know these various adventures of Professor Meinhart and and Mr Knox we get the introduction there of Miss Van Sloan (laughs) um it's really fun really fun collection of short stories in falconsphere you're bringing it to you know a full single story right it's one graphic novel it's all tight it's one thing um, and it's definitely, uh, emotionally, tonally, you know, it's a bit more somber, right? Like it's, it's yeah. a, there's definitely more of a, a seriousness to it. Um, although there are still fun moments, certainly, and, and small things too, like just the expressions of the characters. Um, why did you make the switch? Why, why go from short stories to full, uh, and kind of, did you have a, did you have a preference, um, in terms of like which, which approach to these characters you take?
1: Uh, I think I'll be sh- showing my hand t- t- at this point because, Every time I draw a page or a few pages, you know, through Mister Higgins, there were so many ideas coming up, so many mm-hmm. possibilities of other stories. You know, I'm, I'm populating the the pages with weird furniture and the decoration and characters. Uh, you know, uh, uh, everyone seemed to everything that I was drawing seemed to have more. So I've just got loads of these ideas that are stories, or I want to turn into stories, and so. You know, each book's finished, including Falcon Spear, without another book, as a as a certainty. But I've got okay. so many stories I want to work on. So I'd like to do, and so Mr. Higgins finished nicely. And so taking those two, taking Mr. Knox and the Professor, I wanted to kind of give them a a big, sort of a wide, you know, a set, just an adventure by itself. Uh, I wanted to show more, you know, the good action and, and other bits and pieces and their various degrees of ability in terms of getting stuff done. So, so going the going to the short story seemed like a good idea, but then I did with Falkenspear want to, the idea that's in Falkenspear, something that was sort of nibbling from the beginning. And it, it, I didn't want to go from Mr. Higgins to Falkenspear because I think it would have been too big a, a jump.
0: So, um, mm. So it
1: felt good to sort of get to know these guys a bit better,
0: yeah, and so yeah, that, I can see that. I do think that works um sorry you're going you're going to go oh, well,, on. Go
1: no, no, that's it, I mean, like you say it's it's three stories, but there's five chapters, and so you get a bit of a a pre-amble in the first bit, which introduces Mary van Sloan, who then sort of disappears for the rest of the first story and sort of reappears in the second but yeah. um so yeah so, so so it just was sort of i just sort of wanted to test those areas of, of where how well i could write the, the the humor element but also the the seriousness and then of course there's the there's the gore there's the horror aspect as well to chuck in as well so it's quite thing yeah. to juggle and to, to try and get right but yeah the falcon spear is a it is a, it's a I don't want to go too heavy but it is a darker it's more somber it's a, it, it's it's a different sort
0: of tone than the others for sure. For sure. Yeah. No, I mean, through the first two works, there's, I think the elements that that define it most to me, if I was describing somebody would be like, it's very playful. You know, there's a there's good light touch to it. You know, these classic monster stories with a touch of silliness. Um, Professor Meinhardt and Mr. Knox are like, they're very ineffectual. Like, I, I don't know that they actually resolve anything themselves. Um, and it's it's very funny. They just keep getting tossed into these wild vampire hunting, monster hunting situations. Um, and they're all, but they're also, you know, there's kind of just these archetypes of almost a holmes and watson dynamic you know kind of these classic vampire hunters um miss flan sloan coming in as being more of an expert having that competence like there's just a you feel like you know these characters without having spent a heck of a lot of time with them um but then in falcon spirit we do start getting more of that backstory and also subverting some of those expectations i think that you've set up where the playfulness uh isn't as heavy right the um these characters being as ineffectual that's taken out a little bit early in the graphic novel where we actually see them kind of functioning as a unit. Um, As you sort of evolve these characters, I guess what is, what's most important to you to kind of change up a bit from where they started?
1: Ah, I just, I think probably to just to to get to know them better or to have people get to know them better. I think that, yeah. um, I, you know, the characters they are in mr higgins they are the people you know this is this is these the, the the guys you know they're always going to be the same so you don't want to be suddenly changing their characters but you know uh i don't think they can go through their entire lives not quite you know uh getting away with it all the time you know They yeah, yeah And that's i suppose whether you know this Professor's sort of a much more academic, that Mr. Knox is kind of, he's more, uh, is more considerate, he's kind of more caring, whereas Vance, Miss Mary Van Sloan, she's much more action, sort of, you know, and so they start to, and then, uh, Falkenspear, James Falkenspear, it begins sort of in their formative years, they're all a lot younger, and so as a as a foursome, as a, as a group, they, you know, they have a, it, it, um, capabilities between them that make yeah. them a strong unit and um so you know it's just trying to find those areas what's this sort of a balance missing now we know that there was a there's a balance missing
0: from the beginning of the book and uh, right right and yeah I should say for for folks listening you know the the premise of this which I may not have said is um the vampire hunters are on a mission to figure out basically what happened to james falcons bear this this friend of theirs who was part of the vampire slayer extraordinary team um again like i said we see them functioning as a unit and then kind of the mystery of this is where did he go what happened why did that why did the band break up you know essentially yeah um and we get a we get a pretty interesting story which i will not spoil since the book has not come out yet but it, it definitely uh pays off in in ways that i think a lot of readers will not expect which is which is always um, kind of exciting. So it's good. Uh, there, there's a, you know, one thing that I, I really was taken with certainly is just your style, right? And just the way that your your visuals and your storytelling plays, there's a, there's a really confident looseness to what you do. You know, sometimes it looks like buildings are swaying in the wind, um, like settings are moving, and but it, it never feels off kilter, right? That it's detailed, vibrant, alive. Did you ever worry about your style sort of scaring off publishers, scaring off work? Like, was that a thing that you had to, embrace um at some point in your career or or is that just always kind of been your your approach
1: that would yeah no that has been my approach and that was something that i had to worry about um because there's books that i'm not going i'm just not suited for and uh i suppose many years ago um you know i'd be quite liking to work on some of that sort of stuff and uh so, uh, yeah, I think that was it. There was a point where, and I don't know quite when it was, and I was still open to sort of trying all sorts out, you know, but um, sure. but there was a point where I didn't think it was the work would, I wasn't, you know, I, I do other bits and pieces. I do sort of comic work, but I also work in animation and design for yeah. animation and bits and pieces like that. And so when the brief is to design certain bits, but in a style that looks like this, I could see that it was stretching my, uh, by skill. You know, I wasn't comfortable mm. with what, uh, as comfortable with what I was producing. And so I think there was a decision just to sort of have to stick, <laughs> stick with it as I was. And so, um, mm. you know, so the, the books that I've come, I've been able to work on is where people have come to me, which is a pretty risky and, um, uh, not a very sensible way of, of making a professional sort of decisions like that because you, know, you you might have to wait quite a long time before anyone decides to want to and so you know they, people are much more successful if they, if they work in a way that is popular and, and, and you know, everyone's keen on so,
0: sure sure now has that how much has that changed in terms of people coming to you since mr higgins comes home has that really elevated the um the the opportunities available
1: um well it's uh, yeah i it's hard to tell yeah um because i've been quite busy with stuff so you know um
0: that's a good sign it is, <laughs> right. it's,
1: great. It's, yeah. it's great but i've always i've always been very uh you know grateful for the interest there's a lot of people who are quite interested in the work that i'm doing and so um that's been a help, you know, going online. I kind of uh, started blogging. I was putting I was, I was an illustrator. I, well, I am an illustrator and I was working on stuff, but the stuff I was working on the stuff that my agent at the time was wanting was not what I wanted to draw. I wanted to draw yeah. monsters and, and rockets and vampires and that sort of stuff. But uh, that wasn't what they were asking for in the portfolio. So so I was still filling up sort of sketchbooks at home by myself, you know, and, and no one was seeing them. So I started to post stuff blog it online and started in that sort of woke me back up into into the world, you know, back to comics and, and social media. And um sure. And you know, and people are pretty, pretty good with the responses on that. That's, you know, it's uh I I
0: carried on. Well that's that's the, the bottom line of it. I've carried on with it. Yeah. So no Yeah, very nice. Very cool. I one of the things I really love about your approach too is so your um, I think you're coloring a lot of your own work here, if not all of it, um, yeah. in the in these books. And I, I also really love how you letter in your like very literal sound effects into the art. Um, there's one in Falconspear, I think, where um like a younger, like little servant gets gets hit and the sound effect is just punk. <laughs> which I really, really adored. Um, I, I don't even know how that I have a question there so much as I just want to say that I love it. Uh, it, it really ties into like the playfulness there of what is ostensibly you know Victorian horror though and it, it, it I think it really this balance that you have between humor and drama is something that is going to drive these books for a good long while which I guess leads into the question which is what's next how long do you want to go with with these characters because it feels like yeah there's this huge world of story out there well that's that's it I mean I
1: I, I feel like I'm going forever you know um every every book uh you know there's multiple ideas that pop out um you know from just uh, and from nowhere so you know i've you've got a bunch of ideas for for possible sort of uh places to take it next but then you know drawing another page or, or even going back over roughs and bits and pieces there's there's ideas all over the shop and of course you watch another you know hammer horror watch a rewatch an old one and then suddenly there's an idea pops up there because you think well what well, if this story which is, is you know for example uh dracula story and the you know at this point the movie goes this way but what if it went that way and so then mm. story starts thinking the the subject's great because it is it comes with a load of rules although actually you know something like vampires have got so many rules that you you know you could do pretty much anything with them you know whether they um, pick the ones you like yeah, yeah. yeah you know and, and internationally that sort of the vampire kind of creature has different rules were all over the world and and then you know even if it was the same sort of place or country or whatever then their rules change depending on who's written whatever or where the stories have come from and so you know there's a lot of enough in there that you can you can mess around and change it but but because that's because they're familiar so they are from a sort of a place where people might have an expectation and so Mm -hmm. you know moving around you don't want to do anything completely crazy but just sort of a bit of a twist on an expectation can can work quite well in the story if it's dramatic or just for for a gag or something like that
0: sure sure no i I think probably the most ambitious story from my memory is in our encounters with evil is the story told from the perspective of the werewolf yeah. who's like writing a journal and hunting. Um, was that inspired by any particular piece of media or was that just something, something you wanted to play with? Cause that's, that's a really fun, it, it's a nice curveball at the end of that book.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know much like it. Um, you know, that's a yeah. point of view of that character. And he came just from, he, he literally came from a drawing. Most of my thinking is done on the page. Um, you know, uh, I, there is a certain amount goes a little bit ahead i remember we were hiking in scotland where the the second story in there there's a jewel and pretty much the whole jewel i sort of managed to i mean i didn't look ridiculous doing it it was fairly sensible because there were other people sort of but i was working it out as i was walking along so i'd stop every now and then just to make a few quick notes in the sketchbook but i was sort of acting out that whole sequence Mm. but uh siegfried the 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 werewolf the in 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 that story he was a just started off as a drawing it was like a you know it was a drawing of a werewolf Then it was a werewolf with clothes on you know what's yeah. the costumes you wearing and then he had his his book and his pen and his hat and so suddenly the character started i'm thinking well this is this is something different and um, and so that's where that sort of came from so so it's it, yeah you're never quite sure when these ideas are going to come up but the other thing is you sort of absorbing this stuff reading the books and, and watching the films and there's always sure. worry that you've got to do thought of this brilliant original idea or this character and mm. and then you find out at some stage that the whole thing was something you've seen you know 10 years ago that you'd forgotten about so there's always oh. a worry <laughs> yeah. you know in there so which is quite why it's quite nice working with with again again working with genre where you've got people uh, seen a lot of vampire hunter
0: stories and so they can tell you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So it, you have a lot of stories you want to be telling. Do you think you're on kind of like a, like every two year cadence with this or is it sort of just every book comes out, you see how it does. And then, and then we go from there. Like, do you know uh, kind of what the next steps are?
1: Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, just to say, it, it, I guess it's, it's over to those, to those, to, 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 to those guys, to Dark Horse to see. I mean, that depends on how it does obviously. Um, but, um, and or how organized I had a plan long before where we are now to have have tidied up and organized and presented the next sort of bunch of ideas but but uh what with the way the last year or so has gone uh it's been a bit crazy yet Falkenspear was the the product of the first year of 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 lockdown really the idea was in there beforehand and was sort of shelved with a load of other stuff and then they 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 came back and said well let's go for it so so yeah. it was a year first year of lockdown and then this last year it's uh it's been a bit of a scrap to get to get ideas down a bits of pieces so sure well, there. Sure. No, that, that makes sense yeah so Noah. yeah i mean i you know best will of the, what I would love you know an, an annual business you know an annual uh a book and um
0: but that won't be this year <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah yeah Okay, cool. No, but Falcon Spears out people should check this out for sure. I'll include links in the show notes and all that stuff. Um, I also I really enjoyed a uh, Helena Crash, which is another work oh, that you um, had yeah. on the art for. Yeah. Um from IDW. Uh, it's a really fun, like um, it's a world where coffee's illegal, which sounds miserable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and Helena Crash is this really cool character. Uh it, what types of other creator owned stuff or do you want to take on next? Like what kind of projects like that, you know, like a Helena Crash, do you do you see yourself tackling next?
1: well um i'm you know i'm never quite quite sure as i say i've got um plans for these guys again um there is a series that'll be out announced this year maybe finished this year with a new um new publishing partnership it's an original series of my own and so uh, the part the publishers aren't yet announced so it's one of these things that you know it's a it's going to be uh it's going to be quite exciting it's, it is quite exciting so it'll be... and are you writing
0: and drawing as well
1: yeah, yeah yeah yeah, writing and drawing again
0: do you see yourself do you see yourself ever going back to drawing for other people now that you've kind of gotten you know your bona fides uh, settled in in terms of telling your own stuff
1: oh, i hope so i love it i do um i really like the writing but it's a whole different set of nerves you know yeah the coloring i still drives me crackers it's that's a whole lot oh, really? yeah i mean the the drawing i'm comfy with the drawing i'm comfy the coloring i'm slow 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 and those people mm. who've got the skills the coloring skills they are that's witchcraft because it drives me crazy but mm. so yeah um so i'd love to write more and and draw it but uh, there's a whole different experience working with a writer because you you're making something totally new because it is it, it it's a combination or not just a writer, but, you know, with a group of people in somewhere or other. So, yeah, so we're trying to find trying to match the artwork to someone else's style in terms of their, their, their language, their, their sort of visual ideas as well, because writers will have, you know, a visual idea in the head as well. Um, yeah. And so it's a great, I mean, working with working on Helena crash, reading those scripts, working on, mike minola's script for mr higgins they were both you know amazing experiences and so there's no oh. so hopefully yeah i'll do both i mean i'd love to, to, to it kind of easier there's a process that i've developed with our encounters and with vulcan spear you sort of as long as i give myself some fairly strict rules not to stray too far you know i can get the script organized and then there's a certain amount of leeway um with the art and then back to the script to do it that way, sort of uh, edit the script. Again. So you, do you
0: script it out in full and then and then do some sketches? Well, actually, I tend to get sketches done,
1: then yeah. script, but then back to the layouts. So it's sort of, I have to kind of, it, it's just the way I sort of think is, is, as I say, working things out on the page, uh, in my brain first onto the page and then work it out from those notes to a script. Yeah. And then the script becomes... The timetable so you know that's what we're doing so then work from there and then if drawings work out a certain way you know the the script can be adjusted changing panels perhaps or 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 numbers of panels or there's just bits at the end you know when you've got the artwork finished you can sort of maybe edit do you need to labor a point or is it clear in the artwork or is the artwork not as clear so you need to add a Mm -hmm. few sentences to, to help communicate bits and pieces so that's quite nice to be able to do that.
0: Sure. Sure. Interesting. Cool. So, all right. So Falcon Spear is, is well worth reading as are the rest of the series here. Um, and the work, like I said, we'll include links in, and these works in the show notes for everybody who wants to check them out. Uh, it is another question kind of, you know, off of the, off of the, uh, Professor Meinhardt verse, like what are you, what are you reading right now that you'd recommend, um, comics or otherwise? Like, is there anything that, that you're loving at the moment?
1: Um, Yes, yeah, and it's always a bit of a, a mess because I've got a to read pile which is massive and, and yeah, it's out sure. of date. So you know, I'm looking at um, uh, the new, the, uh, is it hyperborea? It's the new dark horse. It's it's um, Lawrence Campbell and uh, Rob uh, Williams, Hellboy. Mm, yeah, the, the that I, I've not read it. But it's there and i've got to get up to it so sure. that i last one of those guys that i read which was also awesome but i mean then i'm thinking of me to jump back a, you know a few years murder falcon which was uh mm, yeah w- i love w- that book it w- was just just magic um there's john allison steeple he's doing steeple for dark horse but um uh that's a great great stuff um constantly popping on and then it you know way back again i mean not surprised perhaps the uh tomb of Dracula the reprints of those those mm. those old Dracula's they are well worn out those poor things in, in this house <laughs> oh
0: yeah the um the the jink um Jean yeah, yeah, stuff? yeah like yeah, the yeah. Marvel 70s okay yeah. nice
1: and then the Warren years Vampirella as well which is uh but that's 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 uh another f- fairly worn out volume but um no, oh, yeah um, i think that's probably uh, starting to yes yeah, the thing is the other thing is i do tend to return to stuff particularly things like mike Manola's books you know those yeah. ones, uh hellboys or the amazing screw on head stuff like that
0: so you know i i just uh, i just caught up on the amazing screw on head as part of this which i know isn't one of yours but after i'd done all these books i was like you know i never read that i should go check that out it's a blast <laughs> it's such oh. a fun book
1: well there's yeah. you know that's uh, there's and the the humor in that is you know i was reading the mr higgins script and laughing at the there were jokes that you know through it or bits that i was finding funny and um he does you know there's a few hellboy things that pop up but obviously it's a different sort of book it's a lot more serious but screw on it it's just got a lot of just great gags in and so Mm -hmm. you know i felt like that was something i really wanted to um to 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 make sure I got in, or added to it because I like to have a balance, you know? Um, yeah. I, you know, some people do get away with it pretty well, but some books, if they're just all dark or they're all this or all that,
0: it's quite a, quite a stretch to get through. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a nice bl- I mean, I think that's, that's a big part of why I had such a fun experience reading these is I'm not necessarily a horror genre fan. Yeah. Uh, it's not my go-to. Um, but if you instill these elements of, you know comedy and and these little bits and just the stylistic you know visuals of it all then I'm in like there's a scene it's probably my favorite scene you've done which is in our encounter our Adventures with Evil um it's like a bar fight breaks out and it's all these like like vampiric monsters and it's like five panels of fighting everything's going crazy and then the bottom right you see uh Professor Minard and Mr Knox have been sitting at a table Professor Meinhardt is now like, like you know, 20 yards downfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, and just the the pacing of it, the way, oh, that one killed me. That's so good.
1: I, I'm just, I'm, you know, I I really liked that. I liked it. And I didn't know if it was going to pay off. And I do, I mean, it's always bad. It's terrible to admit, but sometimes I go back through these books and I, they still make me laugh. You know, that bit. <laughs> That's I, good, yeah. And, you know, just so, as I say, just the way you work out drawings, they sort of get a life of their own. And so that does last. So every time I see that sort of fra- that frame at the end of that, it does tickle me just because I think it's it, it, it's <laughs> funny. But it's my own joke, so I should I should just sort of pay attention to something else. But I just get to that bit and say, well, that was fun. So.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, this has been awesome. Uh, again, everybody should check out Falcon Spear in the show notes. Where, where should people look for you? Where should people find you online or, or look for your work? Uh,
1: most likely to be active on Instagram, at Wocco, W-O-C-C-O, on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I've got a very sleepy website, warwickjohnsoncadwell.co.uk, which doesn't get much attention at all. Um, Twitter, WarwickJC. Um, you know, uh, their commission's inkyknuckles.com when they're open. And um, there's a Patreon, which is also WACO, w-o-c-c-o but that's very low level uh not a lot of activity on there but uh it just sort of ticks over
0: sure sure okay cool well, warwick this has been a blast again i've really enjoyed the work and i appreciate you taking the time to to talk to us
1: oh Thank no you. brilliant no thanks for, uh, for having a chat it's been great